Welcome to Open Source News. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and turn on the notifications bell so you don't miss out on real news. Welcome to Open Source News here on Patreon, Locals, and Spotify. Appreciate you being here. A big hug to all of y'all. I found something very interesting when I was uh, going through my social media feed on the posting of my uh, last video here, uh, episode 2106, I believe it was. And I've noticed that uh, on social media, of course, okay, first only back up. I have been a constitutionalist and a conservative slash quasi-libertarian since before my 19th birthday as a freshman at UC Berkeley when I went in as a big government Democrat. I did a 180, okay? And being black and 18 and a conservative at UC Berkeley, if that doesn't give you tough, uh, thick skin, I don't know what does, okay? I've lost friends, I've been hated on, Uncle Tom, Coon, all this other stuff. I am so over it. So I, I'm, I'm thick-skinned at this point, all right? It's been, it, it's been 20, 20, 30 plus years, right? Since, well, not 30 plus years, but it's been a long time since, uh, since that, uh, that metaphor, metamorphosis occurred. So here's, here's the crazy thing. I'm going through my social media feed and Gab, people are supportive. And, and trust me, folks, it's not like, oh, I'm sensitive. People are hating on me. It's almost interesting and fun because I hardly get it. Uh, but what I'm getting at is I've noticed that on Truth Social is where I get the most hate. Isn't that interesting? I get fake people go like, oh, I've been with you from the beginning, but your news is now old. Uh, let's see. On Friday is when Steve Bannon got his uh, – the, the verdict came out on Friday. I made the video on Saturday when many YouTubers in the truth community take the weekend off and don't even publish on the weekends. I made the video uh, Saturday morning. But because I don't have uh, an editor, um, BCP Junior Number Two, our editor, uh, is currently out. I have to edit my own videos, so it was several hours until I did it. But literally, it was within 24 hours of the news on the weekend when most people aren't even reporting. So I just ignored that. And I actually was going to ignore it, but you know, I felt a little feisty, so I uh, I called them probably a fake person that doesn't really uh, hasn't really been a show of the fan and pointed out that uh, hey, this news is like a day old, and it was it was a not just the news reporting, but it was an analysis. So, of course, we looked at the whole trial over all of last week. Then I got some other, like, weird comment uh, on True Social. I think they may have deleted it by now with my comment. Some other things. Just find it very strange that Gab, no hate. Getter, no hate. Parlor, no one's on there, so I get no hate. Uh, Parlor's pathetic, quite honestly. I still just post on there, letting people know when we have a new upload. Uh, and then uh, Truth. I'm off Twitter. I've been kicked off Facebook. I mean, I've been kicked off Twitter and, and, and Facebook. Um so there you have it. Just thought that was very interesting. Uh, by the way, folks, by the way, we want to, uh, for those of you that are uh, supporters of our uh, program, we want to thank you. We want to thank you for making this uh, uh, possible. Also, uh, want you to know that we will uh, be uh, back. We will be back uh, on YouTube this week. So let me give you a heads up how this is going to work, and then we'll get into the news Sorry, I didn't mean to start off with the housekeeping, but I want to just do it right now before getting the news and I forget. Uh, we are going to be back on YouTube with open source news, but it's not going to be on our main channel, the Black Assertive Patriot channel. We probably won't be back on that channel until late August or early September. So it's going to be like a month plus uh, before we're on there again. But we will be doing at least one video a day, maybe two, over on our sister channel, 
uh, the BCP report. You can shortcut is just go to bcpreport.com. Uh, go over there. Make sure right now that you're subscribed and you hit the notification bell uh, so that you can uh, know when we're, we start this program up again uh, on YouTube. It'll probably be Wednesday, probably Thursday, maybe Wednesday of this week. So it'll be later in the week. Uh, I'll remind you again before that happens. Okay, so let's get into the news. Happy Monday. Big hug to all of y'all. Um, the uh, the attacker of Representative uh, Zeldin, who is running in the gubernatorial race of uh, New York, the suspected attacker, um, has been arrested on federal assault charges. This was the DOJ announced this, uh, which is interesting because I don't trust the DOJ. I still don't trust the DOJ. Maybe they're just trying to cover up for what he really did. But he was released uh, in New York with no bail on his own recognizance. Absolutely disgusting. Uh, David uh, Jacobinus, Jacobinus, 43, was arrested on July 23rd and charged with assaulting a member of Congress with a dangerous weapon following an investigation by federal authorities, U.S. Capitol Police, state and local law enforcement. He initially was taken into custody after he tried to stab the lawmaker, who was a Republican nominee for governor, during a campaign stop. He was arraigned on, on July 21st for second-degree attempted murder, but was released on his own recognizance immediately after. The assailant reportedly appeared in front of a magistrate on July 23rd, according to a complaint filed in federal court. By the way, because of new laws in New York, you can't even see the mugshot of the attempted murder of a sitting member. Uh, very interesting. But um, but we do have that the uh, feds uh, have arrested him on federal charges. So when we get more information on that, I will update you. Oh, if you were wondering and wanted to have the update on Joey's condition, they keep dripping out the conditions uh, of the COVID-ridden uh, geriatric potato head uh, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., uh, the illegitimate occupier of the Oval Office. Uh, the White House continues to release updates on Joe Biden's health after his positive test for the coronavirus on Thursday. This is uh, Breitbart reporting, except they have the gall to call him President Joe Biden. The president's physician, this is Breitbart, Kevin O'Connor released a note Sunday outlining Biden was improving, although he still had a sore throat. Oh, he's improving, he has a sore throat. But then when you go into it, it says that he's got a runny nose, a cough, body aches, has a hoarse voice, and uses an inhaler. Nothing to see here. Move along, move along. Actually seeing that uh, Harris would be his replacement. Um, a lot of people are actually hoping that he does recover. All right, let's talk about some health, crazy health news. Uh, the World Health Organization's director, uh, Tedros. Uh, by the way, uh, a reminder how Tedros, who is not a medical expert, uh, he is not a, um, he's not a physician, uh, he came through the ranks um, uh, being a cover-up artist for a now-outlawed Marxist party uh, in his uh, home country of Ethiopia. He unilaterally has declared, defying experts, that monkeypox is an emergency. And then he falsely claims that he was the tiebreaker, even though it was a 9-6 to six vote. Let me get into this. World Health Organization Director General Tedros took the unprecedented, me unprecedented measure 
this weekend of ignoring the agency's special advisory committee to declare the spread of monkeypox a public health emergency of international concern, despite his lack of medical background and his own admission that the risk of it spreading was moderate at worst. Okay. Now, he's not a medical, he's not a medical uh, doctor, but as head of the WHO, uh, he had received tons of criticism for not, you know, not dealing with the Ebola outbreak and then uh, not declaring coronavirus uh, an emergency. You know, of course, because he's trying to cover up for shenanigans of uh, rogue states and uh, crushing tyrants in Africa. And, of course, the tyrants known as the communist, uh, the Chinese Communist Party, who control Tedros, by the way. And now he, he goes, the pendulum swings the other way, and he's, this is an emergency. Well, <clears throat> let's look at something very interesting here. Peer-reviewed studies find that monkeypox primarily, is primarily transmitted sexually by men. Okay? This is a report uh, updated over the weekend over at our, the great folks over at the Epoch Times. The first major peer-reviewed study of monkeypox infections has found that the virus is primarily being transmitted through sexual activity of gay and bisexual men in the United States and around the world. Gay and bisexual men when these bisexual men are having gay sex or gay sexual activity. <sighs> the Journal of... I feel dirty sometimes reporting this news, folks, but it is what it is. Uh, for those of you of... Uh, I know that we have... We are a quasi-libertarian show and not everyone here is a Christian, heterosexual, monogamous man like myself. Um... But there is, uh, there's just something that gives me the heebie-jeebies about wanton uh, male sexual activity. Like I'm about to go in detail with you about one particular individual in a second. Um, but the, journey, the Journal of New England Medicine, very renowned, uh, on Thursday published a study that looked at monkeypox infections across 16 countries. It reported that on 528 infections, 98% were in gay or bisexual men. Median age, by the way, is 38. Of these cases, 95% of the infections were suspected to have been transmitted through sexual activity. 41% also had HIV. So, once again, this is not a worldwide concern, except for those that are, uh, let's see, homosexual men. Generally speaking, uh, from where I read another article, uh, with multiple sex partners. Okay, so could George Soros be behind all of this? Well, you tell me. Uh, there's a man here, Sebastian Cohn, who got and has the monkeypox virus. I want you to hear this, and then I'll give you the punchline that ties us all to George Soros. Um. This is what Sebastian Cohn tweeted out, okay? He, he, he put this out there, all right? He admitted that he was aware that monkeypox was an emergency issue, especially for gay men, yet he had sex with multiple men anyway, all right, uh, during Pride Week in New York City. Quote, I was aware that monkeypox was an emerging issue, especially for gay men, but I was also on the impression that the number of cases in the city was relatively small. This is what he said to The Guardian. What I didn't understand was how absolutely dismal testing capacity was 
at that point, the city only had the capacity to process 10 tests a day. I had sex with several guys over the weekend. Then a week, a week later, I started feeling very fatigued. I had a high fever with chills and muscle aches, and my lymph nodes were so swollen they were protruding two inches out of my throat. Oh, instead of saying, you know what, maybe I shouldn't have been uh, screwing around with multiple homosexual sex partners. This is what he said. Well, let me go into details, folks. Well, not too much details. I don't want to get too lengthy on this. He went home and it started spreading all over his body. Um, he had it everywhere, on his torso, on his hands, on his feet, on his back, on his face. But he said, um, at the peak, I had over 50 lesions, a fever of 103 degrees uh, Fahrenheit, and intense pain, prompting a panic attack. Ironically, the only place I didn't have lesions was my penis. So uh, this uh, New York Yankee wanky was all right, I guess. The next day I got my results positive for gonorrhea, but no word yet on monkeypox. So you got gonorrhea and monkeypox. And what is his beef? His beef was this whole thing just feels like a huge failure that should not have been allowed to happen, especially not two and a half months into the outbreak. He was blaming the government, even though he says here, I knew the CDC had put guidance out around who should be considered for treatment. And that included people who had uh, lesions, uh, etc. So the guy goes and, 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 and says that there are only 10 tests, that the government failed him, that they didn't give him the information he needed, whatever. But this is the man that was sticking his Johnson in all kinds of places that it doesn't need to be. And as a libertarian, I find this that lifestyle absolutely degenerate and disgusting. But this is 2022, and you should protect yourself if having that sort of activity. Crazy, crazy stuff. All right, folks. Uh, by the way, if you don't know this, uh, the man in the White House is, was not legitimately elected. Uh, the 2020 election uh, was uh, rigged and stolen. And we're seeing more results of this. Check this out. Michigan News Channel 3 published on their website the results of the Republican, Republican primary election, uh, saying that uh, Rhino Tudor Dixon won and that Trump hater uh, Peter Major won his race as well. Now, that's not the news if that were the case because we know that everywhere uh, where there's rigging, including like in Michigan, that this would be the result. What makes this actually crazy is that the Michigan Republican primary is not until August 2nd. It's not for another week or so. They got uh, Dixon winning with 47%, uh, Major winning his uh, race with 75%, Major. People asked him about this and... Um, their answer was, an affiliate is testing our election system. A reporter asked them, what, who's the affiliate? And there was no answer. Well, now we now know that it was the Associated Press. Um, the Associated Press. When asked about his race being influenced by premature and accurate uh, results, Tom Norton, running for U.S. House District 2, said, I hope this is them test stressing, stress testing the reporting system. So if this was just a test, how did it come they didn't just attach false names to it? And why was it actually published on their website? 
election meddling. Michigan statute actually says a person who violates one or more of the following subdivisions is guilty of a felony. A person shall not attempt by any means of bribery, menace, or other corrupt means or device, either directly or indirectly, to influence an elector in giving his or her vote to deter the elector from or interrupt the electorate in giving his or her vote at any election held in this state. So pushing false results would be uh, fall under this, but of course there will be no consequences. Unless, of course, this is like we've seen several times where false events, false flags, false election results are published early because the whole system is rigged and it's not authentic or organic. I'll let you decide. Uh, by the way, folks, I want you to be aware that the RNC is going to award Milwaukee the 2024 convention, even though it is uh, one of the cities involved in stealing the elections. Uh, the sad thing is that uh, it seems to be running um, unopposed. Pittsburgh uh, has moved out. Uh, they said that uh, it was due to backlash from their politicians because, you know, Democrats love free speech and competition. No, they don't. They want to silence dissent and not have the Republican National uh, Convention in their city, which brings in, according to them, about $200 million in revenue to a city. They'd rather not have that revenue because we don't want Republicans in our corrupt Democrat city. And then Salt Lake City was in the running and uh, they pretty much said, sorry, no vacancy. They, they said they had already events scheduled uh, for the, this is in 2024, uh, for nine weeks in July and August after July 4th. They said, oh no, we have no uh, vacancies. They actually found that there were a couple weeks that Salt Lake City could squeeze in there, but Salt Lake City pretty much said, no, we're not interested now. Now, I am currently in Utah. It is a stopgap. Um, Utah Republicans are rhinos. It's a disgusting thing because the people here are MAGA. But a lot of people here too, you know, want to be accepted by mainstream. And there, there is a lot of anti-Trump Republicans here in Utah. Not a whole bunch. Like I would say most people like Trump, support Trump, or plug their nose. And I've spoken to, of course, I haven't spoken to everyone. I haven't done an actual poll. But my litmus test and there there are a lot of uh bcp family members we we did have a meetup a few months ago uh in salt lake city we've had a couple but this state just seems to be like really establishment rhino supporting when it comes to the elected officials and we know that project veritas showed that a lot of these people uh say one thing but they vote other I, i'm pretty convinced that um utah is another place where the democrats like Georgia, have infiltrated the Republican Party running Democrat operatives as Republicans. So we don't know um, exactly why because it does seem that, that there are some uh, vacancies in Salt Lake, why they've rejected it. But for the record, they've never had the RNC in Utah and they've, been, they've had chances before to do it. Now let's talk about who should be in the Oval Office, the rightful winner of the 2020 election. Of course, I'm talking about Donald John Trump, he was right again, okay? Uh, how many times has Trump been right? It's almost uncountable at this point, okay? All right, so uh, a Chinese company recently paid $2.6 million for 300 of acres of farmland in Grand Forks, North Dakota. The parcel of land is about... 
very close, within a 20-minute driving to Grand Forks Air Force Base, where they have drone, secret drone technology. Okay. Capitol Hill lawmakers are worried about it, but they haven't done anything, knowing that this is an easy way for Beijing to spy on what we're doing. The Chinese firm Feng, uh, Fu Feng Group recently purchased the 300 acres of farmland in North Dakota. And they also purchased a corn mill near Grand Forks. My patriots and brothers and sisters are alarmed that live over there. Local citizens are perturbed about it, but no one's doing anything. The FBI and local police even visited a top opponent to the corn mill project and threatened her for speaking about the local purchases, as I reported earlier. How is Trump right? Well, this is what um, CNN reported in an exclusive yesterday. I'm sorry, today is Monday. I'm giving you late news the next day. Since at least 2017, federal officials have investigated Chinese land purchases near critical infrastructure, shut down a high-profile regional consulate believed by the U.S. government to be a hotbed of Chinese spies, and stolen world what they saw as clear efforts to, to plant listening devices near sensitive military and government facilities. So this woman that the FBI harassed obviously is onto something. Among the most alarming things the FBI uncovered pertains to Chinese-made Huawei equipment atop cell towers near U.S military bases in the rural Midwest. According to multiple sources familiar with the matter, FBI determined the equipment was capable of capturing and disrupting highly restricted Defense Department communications, including those used by U.S. Strategic Command, which oversees the country's nuclear weapons. President Trump said a year ago that uh, we should be and yet he had, he had uh, sanctioned Huawei. And now CNN is talking about how China is placing Huawei equipped equipment atop cell towers on lands near military bases. President Trump tried to stop it. And of course, the okie doke in the pockets of the CCP Biden regime is fine with Huawei doing what they're doing. And CNN is breaking this report of what, they make it seem like this is new news, right? This article is uh, from yesterday. CNN exclusive, seven hours ago. I guess it was actually late because I'm recording this early Monday. FBI investigation determined Chinese-made Huawei equipment could disrupt U.S. nuclear arsenal communications. Nothing to see here. President Trump was right yet again, yet again. CNN a year late to the party and it doesn't matter because the Chinese are still buying up farmland and and around near U.S. military installations and not just in um, this latest one but also uh, the report talks about specifically about uh, uh, F.E. Warren Air Force Base in Cheyenne, Wyoming. But that would be an act of war and we know there's Chinese in Wyoming and she loves war. By the way, we've added Wyoming to the state to the list of states that we're looking at in addition to Texas and Florida. So for those of you out in Wyoming, should we have a meetup? I don't know. I do not know. President Trump, right again on current events. 
Donald Trump seared President Joe Biden over his handling of the inflationary wave hammering American households, telling rally goers in Arizona that the true rate of inflation is higher than 9.1%. We know this to Trump be true. blasts Biden over. He made, he made the remarks on Friday. Oops, I'm giving you late news. But we're talking about Trump. And our only report over the weekend was specifically and only concentrating on the Steve Bannon verdict. So we're trying to give you some uh, important news that we may have missed over the last couple of days. He reminded the uh, rally goers that we had the greatest economy in the history of the world with no inflation. The inflation was 1.4% annually. That is about what we're running per month under Biden. President Trump wasn't just right on what he said. He was right on what he did. Now, folks, we have a lot of news today, so I most likely will have a second edition for you much later in the evening. But I want to end with this very interesting, this very, very interesting uh, news item. Um, and perhaps, once again, the irony of the left and their agenda comes into play. By the way, in the next uh, edition, like I said, which will probably be later on tonight, we're going to talk about uh, food shortages and how this is all by design and programmed, as is the high gas prices to crush our economy and make us not mobile and go back to the Stone Ages. On Saturday morning, during the, uh, a huge heat wave that swept through the eastern United States, a new electrically powered public transportation bus in Connecticut caught fire as it sat in the bus parking lot. This is not the first, nor will be the last uh, battery electric powered car that caught fire, that has caught fire. The Hamden Fire Department was dispatched in order to extinguish the fire that had spread throughout the electric bus. According to authorities, um, they're not sure it was a lithium-ion battery. They're looking into that. Most experts think that, yes, that probably what it was. A, a, a sudden combustion of a parked uh, electric vehicle in the sun, in the heat, is kind of the thing that lithium-ion batteries do. That is why I most recently flew on an airline. can't remember. It was, an, it was an airline I generally fly on. And they made an announcement that if you had any lithium-ion batteries in your bag or whatever, that I can't remember exactly. Either you weren't allowed to or it had to be reviewed before you could check it on. Lithium-ion battery fires are difficult to extinguish due to the thermal chemical process that produces great heat and continually reignites. Uh, it took them hours, it looks like, to put this thing under control. But here's the irony. Here is the actual irony. That happened on Saturday. On Friday, Governor Lamont joined state agency officials, legislators, and environmental stakeholders on the New Haven Green to highlight the enactment of Public Act 22-25. And this new law includes a number of actions that will supposedly help reduce ga uh, greenhouse gases, uh, including, including uh, improving air quality and health outcomes and uh, moving public transportation over to electric power. You can't make this stuff up. All right, folks, here's our early edition of the news, uh, open source news. Uh, once again, uh, we will be back uh, this week uh, on YouTube. Make sure that you catch us over at 
the BCB report. We will not be on our main channel. We have two strikes over there, both bogus strikes. We don't want to lose the channel. Um, so we're just going to chill over there, but we will be on the BCB report. Uh, make sure you uh, check it out. Um, and then we want to again, thank you for your support uh, on this channel. Uh, we will have uh, more news for, uh, for you. We'll have BCP unfiltered news uh, for you probably much, much later tonight. Uh, we look forward to it. Uh, until then, ciao, goodbye, God bless. Thanks for joining us on Open Source News. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and turn on that notifications bell so you don't miss a thing.